You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Jerry Willis, and this is the Fox Business Report. Wall Street is looking at upbeat earnings from Walgreens Boots Alliance and spice maker McCormick. Investors have been looking for signs companies are seeing business slow, but Walgreens is standing by its forecast for the year. McCormick was able to raise prices and saw sales rise to a record in the recent quarter. People were buying fewer spices but paying more. Sales volume actually was down. Hearings get underway at the Senate Banking Committee today into what happened to cause the failures of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. Top regulators for the Federal Reserve, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and Treasury Department will be testifying. In prepared remarks, top officials say depositor funds are safe and sound, but they're their reviews underway into what led to the failures. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Do bank closures, inflation rate hikes, and the roller coaster of the market frighten you as much as it does me? You need to call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick the precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today and learn more about the one, two, three protection plan at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833 News Talk 96.5 KPL Burbridge Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com. They're trying to figure out why in Nashville. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, that after a former student shot up a Christian elementary school murdering three kids. No parent should have to receive that call. No parent should have to go through anything like that. A school headmaster and two staffers were also murdered before police killed the shooter, Audrey Hale. Nashville police say Hale, who identifies as a transgender man, likely planned the shooting ahead of time. When they searched Hale's home, they found maps of the school with details on different entry points. Investigators also revealing that Hale wrote a manifesto of sorts. Fox's Jackie Abanez. President Biden called again for stricter gun laws. Today, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy criticized the president for not negotiating over raising the debt limit to avoid a default by June. The responsible thing to do is to get into the room. The Republicans have worked on a plan. We, we believe in limit, save and grow. Limit our spending. The president has said he wants a debt limit increase with no spending cut strings attached. House Republicans have sent a subpoena to Secretary of State Antony Blinken over the U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan in 2021. Congressman Michael McCall chairs the Foreign Affairs Committee and wants Blinken to turn over classified cables from the U.S. Embassy ahead of the pullout, warning it could turn to chaos. McCall just told Fox, I will not uh, just, you know, sit back and take a, a sort of sanitized format, if you will, the State Department's filtered version of these cables. We made that clear all along. We have an update on last night's fire at a migrant facility in Mexico that left 39 dead. Mexico's president said migrants started it, lighting mattresses, protesting a decision to deport them. So this morning, officials calling for a full investigation as this is one of many detention facilities in Mexico that just continue to struggle with major overcrowding there. Fox's Alexis McCann 
Adams near the border in Mission, Texas. The Senate's about to start a hearing on the border and a record surge of illegal immigration, questioning the head of Homeland Security. America's listening to Fox News. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines, such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855- Russell Wilson here. The Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Kids. To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. If you really want to support our troops, just contact the USO. You can't believe how much they do for us. To find out how you can help, visit us at uso.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Fawn Show, terrific Tuesday. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Hotline if you want to be part of the program. And, of course, your opportunity to be a voice. You can always email me, moon at moongrafond.com. We're honored to have Representative Brett Guyman on with us. Brett, how you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. How are you this morning? I'm doing superb. All right. You uh, are really have been working I guess behind the scenes or with this budget and what's dealing with the budget. And I just want to know what kind of progress we make. Uh, I mean, I would tell, tell me about all the cuts. That's what I want to hear about. <laughs> I want to know about all the cuts that are coming, Brad. Uh, Brad, could you were around after Katrina when all the money poured in and you saw what happened, but no, seriously, where are we? What are y'all trying to get done right now? 
Well, and I think that's, uh, I think what you just said is important that, that I was here after the Katrina, we call it the Katrina bubble when we had a great influx of money. Uh, and if you look at that time period under the Blanco Jindo administration, you see a very similar pattern to the John Bell Edwards and the next governor's uh, administration in where we were at a really high peak. And then we saw a great downturn in the economy and, and, and in the revenue going to the state and a lot of cuts and, and uh, things that went on during the general administration. So many of my colleagues uh, and I have been working, um, gathering historical data over the summer, over the fall, just to prepare for what we believe is coming. The revenue estimating forecast, um, a revenue estimating conference has given us a forecast that says we're going to be close to a billion dollars short just two years from now. Uh, so we need to prepare for that and we need to be really wise in how we spend the money this year knowing what's coming two and three and four years down the road. So that's really the underlying theme of what's going on with many of my colleagues and myself as we prepare for the budget hearings. We're actually here at the Capitol today doing budget hearings um, and just getting ready for the session, trying to make sure that we um, at least do the very best we can in convincing our colleagues to be responsible with this money because we have a lot of it right now. And, uh, you know, just don't go out and spend it. Let's put some of it aside and, Let's uh, pay down some debt. Let's do some things with it that will help us and the next administration mainly, you know, be in a better position. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing you're getting some pushback because they got all that money. The first thing you're going to get is, but we got all these needs. And I'm I'm, I'm taking it you're dealing with a lot of one-time money. You know, the money that poured in from, uh, we had floods in 2016 and 2017, 18. We had hurricanes. (coughs) I'm sorry, we had uh, uh, COVID. We've been blessed in a way because all this money and all these checks have been written. So that means income taxes showing more and sales taxes are showing more. But the reality is this money's going to dry up, Brett. So my question to you is with our budget at about 40, 44% federal money, where do we go? If, because it's, it's not being pulled in just by a regular economy. Well, no, and I, and I agree with that, and I think the economists agree with that, and I think that's the reason that they're projecting a $1 billion shortfall just two years out. So we get a new administration, let's assume and hope that it's a Republican administration. Uh, that person comes in in January of next year, that's eight months from now, um, or, you know, roughly eight months from now, and then, um, you, you know, they're going to be looking at one year out in their new administration having to deal with a billion-dollar shortfall. Mm-hmm. That is uh, tough. A, a tough political environment uh, for anyone, especially a Republican, because the media is going to be uh, on them like crazy about, oh, well, look, under Democrat administration, we did all these wonderful things, and here comes Republican, and, you know, all we're doing is cut, 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 cut. We're just trying to prepare for what we know is coming, what what is what we think is coming, what we're being told is coming. Uh, that one-time money that you mentioned, you know, there's certain places that the law allows us to spend it. We're okay with that, but but we just are cautious to go out and spend it all. We're cautious to go out and, and you know, because it's here now that we just go out and, and, and get rid of all of it when we could be using some of that to pay down debt, could be using some of that to pay down the unfunded accrued liability, which you preach about all the time. We owe about $530 million a year every year until 2028, just paying off past bills that are behind us on the retirement system. By the way, I remember... I remember when Mike Foster was in office, they were talking about if we could do 50, 100 million a year, we could catch up. Well, nobody yeah. really did anything about it. Fast forward to now, it's 500 million. Yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah. the kind yeah. of stuff that I get a little frustrated with because we were talking about that back then. 
I was the but bad guy. I didn't know what I was political. talking about, you know? To see Moon, it's not. It, does, it doesn't. People, it's not a real big political issue. Yeah, they don't see um, that you get votes on. And so, but but the reality is, it's 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 a huge responsibility that we ought to be taking serious. And what we could be doing is, um, and one thing that we're going to be suggesting we do is paying some of that, prepaying some of that unfunded uh, accrued liability debt. And then when we when we prepay that debt and when we pay it down then that frees up that $500-plus million a year that we're obligated to now. These are little things that we could do with this money that would not, by the way, affect the expenditure limit, which is another hot topic coming up. We have uh, the voters of this state put in the Constitution that they don't want us growing faster than um, a formula that is basically triggered by our personal income. Essentially, what we're saying is, you know, as citizens, it was, we don't want government growing then faster than our budgets are growing, faster than our camp- income is growing. I would argue that that formula is not even accurate, and it is actually too high. It's inflated. Mm-hmm. But despite all that, we're hitting it. And many of our colleagues are going to want to exceed that by a two-thirds vote. You can go bust that limit that the voters told us, hey, don't go above this, but we can go bust that with a two-thirds vote. And and it's a possibility that we're going to do that. We're not. We're going to spend everything up to the limit, and then we're going to spend some more. Why and, would, and why, would we, that, why would we break? Why would we break that limit? This is how. This is when you can get control of things. Why would you want to break yes. the spending limit? Yeah. Well, that's my thought process. Plus, again, you can use the money instead of breaking the expenditure limit and using it for other things. We could use some of that money and pay down that debt, mm-hmm. uh, which would not impact our, our expenditure limit. Uh, really, and just the fundamental principle of, hey, the voters of this state set a limit on us. We're at it. Tap the brakes. Roll in next year. That money's not going anywhere. It'll still be there. It can still be used for roads. It can still be used for bridges, uh, paying down debt, the things that the voters have allowed us to use it for. But there, I think there'll be um, a debate within the legislative body about whether or not we exceed that limit. You know why? And, and why would you want to? Why would we want to do that in the last year of, a, of an administration you, you, I, when you have a new a new one coming? You know. You know why I don't worry about things like that, Brett? Uh, Brett? Because we have a supermajority in the House and Senate of Republicans. See, I don't worry <laughs> about things like that because I know they're gonna all line up and do the responsible thing, right? Well, we hope so, man. <laughs> we hope so. We're 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 gonna we're gonna go. I, I, I love hope. I love plan, hope. I but do we really have hope? that these people are not going to want to spend the money? I hope you're well, right, Brent. Brent. I'm, challenging, I'm challenging us, those of us who are, are, are budget hawks, if you want to call us that. I'm challenging us to just do a really good job at, at informing the public and informing our colleagues about our options and, and the direction that we think we should go. Let me just say one thing. I don't. We don't know who the next governor is going to be. We hope it's a Republican, but we do not know what those priorities are for that next administration. And we have this money sitting here. Why not let it be there next year when a new administration comes in and let them have an impact and a say on how we spend those dollars that would align more closely with the with the priorities of that next administration? I let mean, me, just me, that me, alone, that me, alone ought to be a reason. Let me give you this. I remember when Jindal ran for office. Yes. They were trying to spend a billion dollars. That blank on them. We had, we had got a, a, a surplus of a billion, one point one billion. It was there because of Katrina. Everything lines up like last time. And I remember General coming on the program. General came on the program. Mm-hmm. We got to stop. We got to. And they stopped it. And in March of his first year, this is when I lost it with Jindal. They put that mm-hmm. money in the budget. 
That's when I lost mm-hmm. it with Jay. The ethics, I got mad about it. I said, okay. But when they did that is when I lost it with Governor Jindal because they took the money mm-hmm. and spent it. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you can acquaint what I said exactly what y'all doing, but I think it's pretty close. It's very close. It's very, very close. close. The, Christmas sec- the Christmas session, we called it, of uh, Blanco's last year, they, that administration wanted to spend all of the remaining mm-hmm. money before they left office. And, and, of course, we, believe it or not, we had 38 Republicans at the time in the House. We were able to stop it. Mm-hmm. We were actually able to stop it. I actually had a phone call with Speaker Tucker, uh, who at the time was Republican delegation leader, uh, and visited with him and kind of relive those times and say, hey, what did we do to help stop it? Just kind of trying to remember some of the things we did. Uh, hopefully we can use those same things again this time. I, I just think we need to tap the brakes. I think we need to roll over into the next administration and, and get a direction from that administration on where we where we go and how that we can best spend that money. Yeah, I'm sure the governor's going to want to spend every penny. And they're going to go around oh, and brag how yeah. they took a $2 billion budget deficit. By the way, nobody's ever shown me that $2 billion. <laughs> yeah. if, you see, yeah. if you see Z's orang, tell him I'm waiting for him to show that to me because he told me, oh, he can do it. So we're waiting on to hear back from him. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. all right, Brett, I know you, you, you're short on time. I, I appreciate your work and you gave me some things to think about and and talk about anyway, but I do appreciate it. Uh, I know you wanted the fiscal hawks. I know you're trying. I know you saw what happened last time, and I know you don't yes, want to re- repeat the same thing. And by the way, they're gonna put the if it's a Republican governor in a bind. Do we raise taxes again or not? And that, that, that that's is, exactly that's ex- that's a, that's another thing that I forgot to mention. That's another reason not to spend it all right now is just hold the line. So we're not under pressure to have to renew that 0.45 in 2025. Um, and, 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 again, that's another reason that we need to, to set aside that money and, and not go out and spend it all right now. Yeah, they need so to. So I'm glad you brought that up. Well, that's why you got me here, don't you? <laughs> you, 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 you? You finally have become useful after all these years. You added to the conversation. All righty. Well, I'm glad I did. <laughs> Brett Guyman, Representative Guyman, uh, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk again really soon, maybe Thanks. earliest next week. Thanks. Thank you here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Right. Got to take a break. More to come. Moon Graffon Show. Giving you the scoop that you won't read in the advocate, I can promise you. There ain't no scoop in there. Matter of fact, the advocate, advocate is closer to poop than scoop. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Look at <laughs> chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy. Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So. Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. This is Moon Griffon for Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Billy T is a fully certified Onan Generator Service Center serving all of Louisiana. Fast service that's done right the first time. 
parts, sales, and custom installation. If you own an RV and want the best an Onan RV generator installed, you got to go to Premier RV. Billy T's techs have decades of Onan generator experience, and nobody in Louisiana has more. Sometimes your camping adventures take you way out in the woods, or maybe you're tailgating, and the only way to get power is an Onan generator installed correctly from Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Take it from me, Moon Graffon. I trust the folks at Premier RV, and so can you. From anywhere in Louisiana, you can call them, 337-233-7494. That's 337-233-7494. Online at BillyT.com. That's BillyT.com. Y'all listen. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Check my good friends out at MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. By the way, uh, Senator Kirk Talbot is going to join me coming out of 1006 break. Uh, Dealing with insurance, he wants to get rid of the insurance commissioner. He wants to do some other things. We'll talk about that in the first 30 minutes coming out of the next hour. Also on Friday, Heat Big News. Uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, yeah, him, the one you watch on TV every night, the one ahead of the committees, the one that's high up with the Republican Party on the committees. He will join us at 9.06 on Friday. Uh, Attorney General Jeff Landry will be in as well. So we got all that on Friday. So I want to just let you know, looking forward to it. We will broadcast out of Lafayette tomorrow. got somebody with the Bankers Association. Uh, Liz Merle will join us again. Uh, Oh, Convention uh, of the States, they will join us, too, uh, in studio tomorrow at Guaranteed Broadcast. We're looking forward to it. So I get to spend another day in Baton Rouge. Spend a lot of time in Baton Rouge. I love the traffic, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah, I love the traffic. I, I go for the traffic. You get to stop so much, and you get to look at all this uh, uh, scenery, you know. Sean Pothole Wilson had fixed so much over that, folks. You just look at the scenery. You may as well look at the scenery. You're going to be sitting there for a while. But anyway, all right, a few things with uh, Brett Guyman. Okay, unfunded accrued liability. I remember back in the day of Jindal, and uh, they came on the program 43 times in 18 months. I think I told you all that. They tried to come 443 times in 18 months. You can laugh all you want to, Miss Barney. They, they did. I had to stop them. And uh, anyway, they came on. They did ethics reform. They, they gutted. They gutted enforcement which was, come on, Jindal. And then in March, if you go back, you can pull us up wherever you want to. May March 7th, 8th, 9th, somewhere in that time frame of his first year, they took that $1.1 billion and, and decided to spend it, much like Brett's talking about with his debt ceiling. Now, folks, we got a debt ceiling. We have an opportunity to quit spending money. That's it. No more. When you do that, go put it on debt. You can use the money for one-time stuff. You can get this unfunded accrued liability I've been talking about for 30 years I've been on the program. I remember back in the day when Mike Foster and him were talking about taking $50 million, $100 million. If we did that, we can catch up. That was way back in the 90s. We didn't do it. All we did was service the debt. Okay? We just serviced a, we just serviced a little bit of the debt. We didn't do anything, and now it's $500 million in the budget. 
A dumb guy on the radio talking about this 20 and 30 years ago. They didn't listen to him about that then. So we got a problem. You remember me, the dumb guy? That's right. That's him. He, and so we got a chance. We got, but see, folks, I like I told Brett, I'm not worried about it. We got a super majority Republicans in the House and a super majority in the Senate. And you got such great three stooges type leaderships and Shake Snyder and Page, Blank Page, Cortez. So surely they're going to shut down any talk of raising the debt ceiling. Surely they got conservative credentials. They're going to stop the debt ceiling from being raised. Right, folks? So we can help the next governor. Because Bill Edwards came in with a billion-dollar deficit. Not two billion. That cannot be proven to me. I'm waiting for Cesar Rang to get back to me in a week. And heard one word. If he had the information, I thought he would have popped that to me really quick. And heard it, Bernie. You can email me, moon at moongraffon.com. He got my cell number. I want to see where's this $2 billion budget deficit. He promised on there he could find it. He knew it was there. So I thought it'd been easy. Just, you know, it's kind of like when we had, uh, Bernie, you won't remember this. I had Matthew Blockhead, which was the attorney for Bell Edwards in the first year. He sat right here, right here, first and second year, and told me about all this information I was wrong about. And he promised me he was going to send me that information to prove me wrong. You know, Bernie, good, good thing I didn't hold my breath. I'd have been dead a long time ago. I never got one thing from Blockhead. Matthew Blockhead, the chief lawyer for governor. Not one thing. Not one thing to prove around. Said, oh, I left him on the radio two hours. Two hours. The whole two hours of the program, we went back and forth. I was told that's some of the best radio they ever heard because we just, we just get after each other. And uh, tit for tack, you know, just went after it. Never got any information. So, Guyman brought up a great point. Folks, we can break the bad spending habit that Edwards got it into because we better do it because when the feds quit sending this money, we bees in trouble. We're in trouble. We're in big trouble. I say bees in trouble for make sure we're covering anybody and everybody. I'm just telling y'all, uh, I'm just telling y'all right now, they better stop this. They don't need, this is not the federal government. You can't print money. Two-thirds votes, supermajority Republicans. No way to get it passed, right? Unfunded accrued liability, they can put a lot of money to help that. But you see, Edwards and them got buddies to take care. So does the legislature. So will they break the spending ceiling that we put on them so they can spend even more money. And my question is this. If you're going to spend money, can you at least tell us what the results are going to be? Can you show us the results? Can you tell us something that's going to change in the state? And I don't think they can. So we've got a, 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 we're going to go from uh, riches to rags as soon as they finish. And the next governor may not want to raise taxes as quick as Bell did. Bell wanted to raise taxes when he got in there and wanted all the federal money he can get. He did. And a lot of Republicans helped him. Two-thirds of Republicans in the House and Senate. I shouldn't have to worry about this, right? We'll be right back. about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? 
probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren. But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880, or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles, just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location in you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. You know the turn. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at adoptuskids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. My suit can still make an impression. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back. Mugra Fawn Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management. I'm going to jump gears just a second. I got a, a, a lot more state stuff. Uh, real quick, uh, if you go look at the governor's budget, nobody's going to go look at it. I understand this audience. But if you go look at the governor's budget, he wants to spend every penny they got, okay? Every penny they got and he wants to bring the debt ceiling up. That's that's now that's the guy that the advocate's been telling all responsible with the budget and the money. He's not responsible. He voted for six of seven Bobby General budgets. Six of the seven. And I don't wait, well, Mooney had eight budgets when he was in the house. No, the last one I don't count because he is uh you can say six, eight if you want to. It's three quarters of them. But he was running for governor. He wasn't going to have his name Bobby Jindal's budget. But the first seven, he voted for six of them. Now he wants to take the spending cap and raise the debt ceiling, raise the debt ceiling to spend all his money. He wants to spend every 
single penny. Matter of fact, I saw one thing in the budget that, that he ought to take out of it. They ought to vote it out right now. He wants to spend $7 million on a carbon initiative. And that's the one they ought to pull 100% of that money out of there. They don't need to spend one penny on that. But anyway, he wants to spend every penny, folks. Every single penny. Every every, And then raise the, the, uh, the spending ceiling, raise it, and spend some more. Man, that, that's, that's responsible, but, you know, where's the advocate on this? Where's the pooper scooper now? They don't even challenge him on it. That's his budget, by the way. I didn't make that up. I don't have to make none of this stuff up. I don't ever have to make it up. So, you know, people like Brett Guyman and them are trying to tell these lawmakers, now that we got supermajority in the House and Senate of Republicans, surely, surely they won't allow... They won't allow us to spend that money. And the two people that can stop it today or to come forward today is one blank page Cortez that heads the Senate and one shakedown Clay Shake Snyder that runs the House. They ought to tell everybody right now, we're not taking and increasing the spending debt. We're not doing it. Spending limit, ceiling or whatever you call it, spending ceiling. Then tell them, tell them now, stand up, man up. Let me see y'all do it. They ain't going to do it unless we get on them, folks. They'll spend every penny. Why you want to put the next governor in a bond? Bell, Bell put Bell put himself in a bond, but he was fortunate with the <coughs> federal money and the seven billion dollars in taxes they increased. By the way, led by Republicans, the three three and a half billion of it was led by the point four five cent sales tax over seven years. That was led by Paula Pelosi Davis. Hey, get mad at me if you want to. That was really her bill. She was excited. She was proud of it. <coughs> I wanted somebody's running against her. I wonder if she's going to run. I'm proud that I authorized the highest tax ever put on uh, citizens of Louisiana. Probably not. Probably not. But she ought to. She was pumped up that she did it. Matter of fact, there was a run last year, and the Senate voted to extend the .45 permanently. But that's another story. So, by the way, before I get, because I do want to get to the shooting for the days over. (coughs) I do. I mean, it's it's horrible. Everybody keeps talking about mental health. I think it's a a shooting when you can shoot a kid, kill adults that you don't even probably know. That's a shooting of the heart. Not a, that ain't mental illness. It's a satanic, sick mental illness in your heart. How do anybody can think about shooting an innocent kid? You you're sick, but you it's it's more of a it's a it's a spiritual battle. But anyway, before I get to that. The twit, Tyler Bridges, did an interview. Former lawmakers lament partisan nature of legislation to support legislative pay raises. <laughs> Four retired state senators dispense wisdom, if that's what they want to call it. Tell a few stories. He goes on to say lawmakers deserve a big pay raise. Now they this is by people who used to serve down there. Quote the legendary John Alario. To have a better legislator, legislature, you ought to compensate them with some bigger amounts, higher amounts. So are they, is John Alario saying had they made more, he would have quit? <laughs> is John Alario saying that if they would have paid them more, he would have quit and let somebody else, somebody else run in his position? So we would have, quote, 
a better legislator? I'm just asking, would he have quit? Which would have been a good thing for all of us. Joining Alario Tuesday, 13th Annual Ed Renwick Lecture Series, organized by Loyola University Institute, former Senators Edwin Murray and Marty Schobert, and Willie Minor Lake Charles. The four talked about, I, I showed a little bit this other day, was how lawmakers were not divided into Republican and Democrat camps. That developed during Bell Edwards, which is a bunch of bunk. So what, what we had back then, folks, they're bragging about the bipartisanship we had. Well, with these, with these four they talked to, we lost, folks, we lost two congressmen because of this bipartisanship they're talking about. Two. And not to mention all other things that we got. We're still fighting to get back straight. So what great leadership was bipartisanship? Somebody explain to me the great leadership and bipartisanship in this state. I just want to know. I mean, if you can explain it, I'm willing to listen. Willie Mount, we just never voted party. You compromised and got things done. We were friends. Well, what did you get done in education, Miss Mount? I think Mount came from education. Well, we're 50th, 49th, 50th, 48th in education. Always have been. We're there when you were there and there now. Miss Mount, what did you do to save a congressman with all this bipartisanship and all this compromising? How did we how did we get to a fifteen to eighteen billion dollar road backlog if we had all this compromising going on? I mean, why do we have out migration? We were having out migration when y'all were there. I mean, boy, I tell you what, this part of bipartisanship and compromising, it didn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat, we still got the same thing going on. Look at the Speaker of the House and how we voted. They voted on the Speaker of the House. They walked over and let the Democrats elect the Speaker of the House with a few rogue Republicans. Some of them are going to be reelected, unfortunately. Murray said the advent of technology had made the legislative process more transparent with bills posted online with everyone to see. Yeah, that's neat. Now we can watch what y'all do. The committee chairman used to walk around with bills in the pocket. He served in the legislature from 92 to 2017. What did Mr. Murray contribute to how greedy it used to be when they were there? Schobert noted legislative pork has a bad reputation, but said that his district in South Lafouche and Terrebonne Parish depended on the government help for road, bridges, and ports. Uh, Brandon, I might be wrong. But I bet you South Lafouche, Terrebonne Parishes now have good road and bridges. <laughs> I'm willing way, to bet by, no. By the way, I haven't been down there in a while. If somebody's been there, they would like to let me know if Terrebonne Parish and South and Lafouche has great roads and bridges. I'm curious about it. Do y'all? And are they really awesome? Because according to this guy, you know, it's we we got done. All this pork got a bad reputation with all this pork going on out there. Pork is a matter of taste. Four years. That's this is what your best said. For four years, that's all I fought for was pork. <laughs> Alario, who ended his tenure as a Republican, noted that he had worked with seven governors going during his career. Yes. So what was your accomplishments, Big John? What was your accomplishments for the state of Louisiana? He said, I had a great relationship with all of them. One of them even left me a wife. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I wonder whose wife she'll be next. The scheduled to marry Trina Edwards. So we're broke. Kids are leaving. Roads aren't fixed. 
crime's rampant, education's at the bottom, and these guys are bragging how great it was with bipartisanship. These guys were part of the problem. And this is through the twit interview. Well, I guess he can't get me, so he got them. We got to take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. This is Moon Graffon. You know, when I want to go saltwater fishing, I call Captain Norman at A-Spec Charters. Captain Norman at A-Spec Charters is going to put you on the fish. Whether it be speckled trout or redfish, call Captain Norman now. 337-884-0658. 337-884-0658. It's called aspeccharters.com. Call Captain Norman. I just gave you a cell number. He wants to take you fishing. He wants you to have a good time, and you catch fish with Captain Norman. A-Spec Charters, Captain Norman, 337-884-0658. Folks, you've been hearing me brag about my good friends at SiriusUSA.com, Sirius Power Generation. Folks, right now, we have Cummins generators in stock from 17 up to 50 kilowatts. We can install or sell them to do it yourselves right now. All you got to do is check us out at SiriusUSA.com, SiriusUSA.com. You want a generator? You want to be serviced? You want a service contract? You need one, SiriusUSA.com. Check out Peter Verdrine and the gang. They want to service you. They're ready to put you in a real good generator. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has strived to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwoods stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods. When it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now, molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. they got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com, DinoHardwoods.com, great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Right now, you may. Welcome back. Moving the phone show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. You can always email me, moon at moongrafon.com. Somebody just said they were thinking about the the debt ceiling and raising whatever John said. Let's say there's a young couple with a house note. And they're living paycheck to paycheck, often missing house payments along the way. All of a sudden, they come into some unexpected money, 30000 What are they going to do? They can either use the money to pay down a house note, make it easy to keep up, in the future, or they could go out and buy a new truck. Do they need a new truck? No. But to love those shiny chrome and new paint is hard to resist. The responsible thing to do, obviously, is take care of your current debt. So our legislature does the same. Well, uh, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate this, Diane, but uh, the legislature has never proven to be responsible. <laughs> and they're proven to be like a young couple and young kids. Uh, they should have been taking care of debt. Mike Foster had uh, extra money. I remember when Johnny Rombach, the legislative auditor, would come on. He ended up getting fired. I still think I got him fired, and I feel bad for him. But 
uh, Rombach used to say we wanted to change the healthcare system. We had a 30s model, need to bring it up to date. And we had money to do it. He always said it would probably take, you need to have access of about two or $300 million to make the change. And, and they didn't do it. They didn't want to do it. You got to have a will to do it. And that's why I thought when they said we got a supermajority of Republicans in the House and Senate, you jump up and down and say, well, I'm not worried about this. They'll stop Edwards. But they all want these projects, and they want these projects now. And nobody's willing to put things off. You got a governor who wants to leave here with the lies of look what I've done. Look what I've done. Look what I've done. And the media is going to try to write about look what I've done, but we're going to – his, uh, his polling numbers have to be in the upper 30s, low 40s at best. So you're right about that. It, it, they should do that. They should have done that back all the way at Foster. Blanco's, when they got budgets from uh, budget uh, surpluses after Blanco left, and that was because of Katrina. Bell Edwards has done nothing to help the business community. Nothing. I mean, it's, it's stifled. That's why we got people in, but they're not worried about that. They want us, This is an election year. This is how you can buy a lot of votes, by passing out candy, feeding people, giving them something good to eat. That's what they're doing. You're right. We got a problem. They're creating another problem for the next governor and legislature. But they know that most people don't follow this, won't watch it, do what they want to do. Just like pay raise. They want to give themselves a pay raise. For what? For what? Let's go to Charles in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Charles, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call, Moon. Yes, sir. Uh, with regards to budget fiscal responsibility, how can you expect fiscal responsibility whenever you have uh, candidates for the legislature who are former bank robbers, okay, as you brought up <laughs> last week, I believe, in your show? I, I, I got a theory on that is they found out robbing banks was too hard. Do they get into the legislature, they'll be able to accomplish the same thing. Uh, just legally and uh, and easier. Well, no, Charles. So, uh, they 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 they. Uh, some of them are crying. They don't get paid enough. Some of them are crying that they don't get paid nearly enough. But yet you're telling me well, they, they're doing pretty good at home. And by the way, a lot of these people that are there, not all of them, make really good money, and a lot of them are making better money since they became legislators. And if they didn't want oh, this absolutely. to be a career legislator, they wouldn't worry about the money. They'd go serve a term or two and they'd go home. Absolutely. But here's my perspective on that, Moon, and it may be a little different than yours is. If you have a truly good legislator, you cannot pay them enough money. And yeah, I disagree if you with have that. a bad one. <laughs> I disagree with that. And if, you, and if you have a bad one, okay, you can't – no amount of – zero. But they should pay you to be in the legislature or should pay us, the yeah. state of Louisiana. And you need to get rid of them with term limits like an order of magnitude of five days. You know, that's my problem is a good state legislator is, is it earns his key. A poor one, um, it isn't it, it, it worth, the, you know, the paper. Uh, so, it, it, anyway, it's just we have too many that are no good and not enough that are truly well, good. Well, let me tell you something. I think that's the problem. We always have almost enough to get across the finish line. And then all of a sudden, you lose some. And, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I challenge them because of what they say versus what they do. That's it. Yeah, and, 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 and we simple. all should. 
Yeah, it's just that simple. I don't. There's probably some really. I know there are some really good, decent people uh, that go to the legislature. But like, I'll give you an example. I haven't found many. I didn't say any. Many that come from government that go to the legislature and end up being really good conservative legislators because most of the stuff they they used to is government. They want to, they've been a government job all their life. Right. Uh, that's I all, agree. So, yeah. I mean, that, but that's not a cut on them. It's what they know. So if you're a superintendent of a school system and you come in, the only thing you've ever known is we've had to get money from the state of Louisiana, and you think, hey, that's my men- mentality is this is what you got to do. I think a lot of them go in, right. and they think that government, building up government is their job, and it's not. It's handling our business, but it's not building up government. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right, Charles. Appreciate the call, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's just, you know, we got to take big steps in the right direction instead of small step in the right direction. As you know, that's that never get us anywhere, and uh, and that's a shame. But it, it doesn't have to be like that, folks. And by the way, I will have Kirk Talbot, Senator Kirk Talbot, will join us, and he will join us to talk about. He wants to get rid of the insurance commissioner's job and be appointed. And I don't know about that either. Uh, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I just want to know more about it. And then they want to make some more corrections in the insurance business. Uh, My deal is, though, I don't think the insurance. I I think the, the governor and the legislature has more to do with helping reform what's happening in the insurance and the lawsuit business. Than than a uh, insurance commission. I think I don't know how much, and I'm gonna let Kirk explain how much power does the insurance commissioner really have, because when it comes to policies and changing laws, he has none. The powers and changing of laws come from our quote lawmakers who want to be paid a lot more, and it comes from the governor. Those are the ones dictate that, and I think they have more to do with insurance than anything. And I'm going to let, once again, Kirk Talbot would join us at 10.06, and I want him to explain that to me because I want to know. I'm curious to see what's taking place. Also, late in the program, we'll cover the Nashville shooting. Uh, It's a crime of the heart, not the mind. That's just calling what it is. It's the crime of the heart, not the mind, and it's it's, it's a shame. Also, I was reading a piece from... uh, we may play that John Alario piece, too. I played it a little early in, uh, last week, a little late in the week, and I played it in the third hour. I may play that in the second hour. John's talking about the same thing, spending money. It might be good to play that a little later. Also, Jeff Sato wrote a piece, The Advocate Could Close Northwest Louisiana's Local News Gap. The Advocate, already screwing up everybody in the state, now wants to go up to, according to this report, uh, in Baton Rouge and Lafayette and... New Orleans, uh, somebody said, it said Lake Charles. Is the advocate in Lake Charles, too? Are they messing y'all up already? But now they want to branch out into North Louisiana. This is John George who wants to play kingmaker. And uh, trust me, every king he picks will be like Edwards. We, 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 it won't be good. It won't be good at all. But the advocate trying to grow their uh, tentacles in other parts of the state with the horrible staff that they have, the writers and stuff of that nature. Uh, as somebody told me this morning who's been big in politics, a lot more people are laughing at the advocate than actually reading it. <laughs> Falling out laughing. 
uh, ignorance that comes out of that newspaper. And, and, and by the way, folks, I read it because I have to. I don't know if y'all saw this, too. Senator Rand Paul, who we've had on this program before, he says a staff member was brutally attacked, sustained life-threatening injuries right there in Washington, D.C. over the weekend on the streets of Washington. Remember, my staff was brutally attacked in broad daylight in Washington, D.C. I actually you to join Kelly and me in praying for speedy and complete recovery, thanking the first responders, hospital staff, police for their diligent actions. We're relieved to hear the suspect has been arrested. At this time, we would ask for privacy so everyone can focus on healing and recovery. So once again, Rand Paul, and you got these Looney Tune leftists with no heart going after somebody they don't even know. That's pretty bad. Man, you seen the film of that guy walking around that school for the shoot? He says he's a girl. Uh, uh, his biology says different. God says different. Kirk Talbot, Senator Talbot, when we get back. show that's not immune to facts the dan bongino show here on news talk 96.5 kpel news talk 96.5 kpel brobridge lafayette a town square media station broadcasting from the matthew james financial studio putting the head of homeland security on the hot seat in the senate I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. You change policies in a bad way and you're getting a bad result. We're under attack by drug cartels. We've lost operational control of the border. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham at the start of a hearing where Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas just said, The department is surging resources, hiring 300 additional Border Patrol agents, the first increase since 2011, investing in new technology, working with our partners in Mexico and Central and South America. Now, just south of the border, 39 people were killed when a fire broke out last night at a migrant detention facility. The president of Mexico had a press conference where he says it's a tragedy that all this happened in that facility, but saying that those migrants who were inside of that facility that died were set to be deported and started a fire. Fox's Alexis McAdams near the border in Mission, Texas. Police are reading the writings of a mass murderer in Nashville, what Audrey Hale wrote, before shooting up a Christian elementary school, killing three students, the headmaster and two staffers, until police stormed in and stopped the rampage, killing the former student. City Council member Russ Pulley praised officers, telling Fox. They exercised a protocol uh, with which they have trained for active shooters. And uh, that really proved to uh, be tremendously effective in saving a lot of lives. House Republicans are sending Secretary of State Anthony Blinken a subpoena, demanding he turn over classified cables sent from the U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan in 2021, warning about the upcoming troop withdrawal that could turn chaotic, which it did. Michael McCall chairs the Foreign Affairs Committee and tells Fox he tried to work out a compromise. We even agreed to redact the names that they would give us the content of these cables which they refuse to do. Two people have been arrested in Greece, suspected of plotting terror attacks there. Hours after anti-terror raids led to eight arrests in Belgium, where police believe at least one attack may have been thwarted. America's listening to Fox News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. 
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Showers and thunderstorms out there early this morning and mostly cloudy skies through a majority of the day today. Everything will be winding down by about lunchtime. We'll even get a break or two in the clouds as we get to the late afternoon. Temperatures get to 75 for the high. Lows tonight going to be down in the mid-50s. In fact, we are cooler as we go into the next couple of days. Highs tomorrow only sitting in the upper 60s under partly cloudy skies. Partly cloudy for both Wednesday and Thursday. We'll see the clouds returning at the end of the week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Hey, stop what you're doing. If you're looking for a vehicle, all you got to do is go to Service Chevrolet and Cadillac. Stop what you're doing. Check them out. ServiceGM.com. Check them out right now. You want a great deal? Service Chevrolet and Cadillac got great deals for you. They got a bunch of vehicles on their lot, trucks and cars, Cadillacs, Chevrolets, and just about everything you can think of. And they're willing to deal. If you got a vehicle, you're looking for top trade, Service Chevrolet Cadillac can do that as well. Shop online at servicegm.com, servicegm.com. Shop Louisiana's large selection with Chevrolet and Cadillac. They're getting new inventory in daily. And you want your vehicle appraised, the free appraisal is welcome. New and used car sales parts service, body shops, and collision center. In other words, they put the service in service. They really do a great job. So if you're looking for that vehicle, you're looking for somebody to service that vehicle, Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Remember the name, Service Chevrolet the views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Graffon Show, hour number two of the Moon Graffon Show. If you'd like to be part of it on the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, you just got to dial 844-766-6607. Here's the number if you'd like to be part of the program, your opportunity to be a voice. I to have State Senator Kirk Talbot joins us. Kirk, how you doing? Uh, great, man. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing super, man. So I was kind of going over some of the proposals, and I want you to talk about the, the proposals and helping move the insurance along in a better situation. So uh, first one I want you to mention or talk about is uh, about maybe not electing 
a insurance commission anymore. Talk a little bit about that one first. I mean, you got several things in here, but let's visit on, focus on that first. Okay, so there's only about 13 states that elect an insurance commissioner in this country. The vast majority appoint. So what I was the idea I had, and we're looking at what other states do is one have a criteria. You know, the insurance commissioner is a that's a very specialized job. That's a regulatory job. I think we should have someone that has years of experience in the regulatory industry, in the insurance industry, and in the certifi- various certifications in that field. So that's one aspect that I'd like to do in that bill is have a, a criteria. The second thing I want to have is removal protection. You know, when you have someone in that capacity, they've got to make tough decisions. We've got a very stressed insurance industry right now that everybody knows of. And if you have those removal protections, in other words, the governor can't just wake up and fire the insurance commissioner because they did something they didn't like. A lot of states have this protection to where they can be removed, but they have to be removed for cause. And there's just a little more hoops that you have to jump through to do that. And the reason, again, to do that is let them do their job. It's a difficult job. Sometimes you have to make unpopular decisions that are unpopular with uh, with the industry or unpopular with this or with that. So we want them to have that protection. Third, we want to address the term. And that's what we're kind of dealing with right now is is figuring out do we do some states do four-year terms and then they get reappointed. Some states do six-year terms because you want continuity. You know, you want want that to, to, you know, overlapping into another administration may not necessarily be a a bad thing. Some states do two-year terms. I think that's too short. But, um, you know, and then the appointment process. Do we, you know, do we have the governor just appoint them? Do we have Senate confirmation? Do we not have Senate confirmation? There's some states that have um, tr- uh, not trade groups, but like different, uh, like a blue ribbon committee mm-hmm. panel that submits names to the governor, then the governor picks. So those are all the things we're kind of working through right now. I wish I had more details on what that bill is going to look like, but um, you know, when Donilon decided not to run is when this thing kind of kind of popped up. So we're kind of scrambling at the last second to get it together. But when we do file the bill, I think it'll be a well-thought-out, well-researched thing. And, and look, I don't take lightly that we're taking away an elected position. So, you know, I'm hoping there's buy-in and there's a a groundswell of of, of support. And if there's not, then, you know, maybe we, we drop it and we just keep the same system we have now. Yeah. Kirk Talbot, Senator Kirk Talbot. All right, Kirk, just Q&A with this first. My my question to you is, the problems we have with insurance, now I know we've had floods and we've had hurricanes and we're never going to stop that. I don't care what they say about global warming, that ain't never going to be stopped. We sit up at the the top of the the Gulf of Mexico and anything that comes in the Gulf, if it goes west, east, whatever, northeast, northwest, they're always going to include us. So I, I get that. But is it really not more the responsibility of what we're going on uh, with the legislature and the governor and the insurance companies and the lawyers? And it, it, that's where the power in this comes from or what we're going to do as a state. Am I wrong by saying it? Because I, I think we're giving way too much credit and praise. And, and I'm not talking about Jim Donlin in general, but way too much on one man to say, look, it's that guy's fault. I mean, we got people going to run for that election if you like your insurance. No doubt. No doubt. So, so what the um, legislator's responsibility in this of tort reform and some other, all other things that go along, and I know tort doesn't necessarily deal with this, but I mean reform with, with well, lawyers. Does. Don't does. y'all have the responsibility way more than an insurance commissioner? 
Yes and no. I mean, the insurance commissioner obviously has a lot of regulatory authority who gets licenses, who's, who doesn't, monitoring their solvency, uh, monitoring their reinsurance levels, um, finding companies that aren't doing what they're supposed to do. But look, we have man-made problems in Louisiana in relation to our insurance industry. You know, we obviously have are going to be have storms. There's nothing we can do about that. We're the number one destination for land uh, land destination for named storms. There's a study that shows that. But unlike Florida, Florida had a huge man-made problem. Seventy percent of all homeowners litigation was filed in Florida. They fixed their problem thanks to DeSantis and their legislature in a special session last month. We do have some man-made problems here. Our bad faith statutes are, are not good, and, it, and they, they lend itself to abuse by attorneys that rack up insurance rates just like in the auto industry. So to answer your question, it's, it's a little bit of both, but the legislature stepped up last year and passed a number of bills that were very consumer-friendly. Now we've got to pass some bills that are going to help this industry. And the overall goal is we got to have availability that equals affordability. we got to have insurance companies that want to write here and that want to fight for your policy and my policy. And right now, we just don't. And, you know, uh, there was a legislator last year that said, look, we don't need to do anything. The sky is not falling. They always say they're going to leave, and they never do. Well, they're leaving, and they're not writing anymore, and that is not a good thing. for no, consumers. That, that, That's reason, my number one priority. Yeah, the reason I brought that up is I, I just think what you just talked about is more important than election commission. So whether we appoint the election commission or not, I think that's fine, but the bottom line is going to come down because we take steps and we take small steps, especially dealing with attorneys. We need some big steps taken in this business because if I'm reading what I'm reading and what I'm hearing, you know, uh, we all in trouble. If, if this thing doesn't change, we, we people, young people trying to buy a house down South Louisiana, right. especially they're having problems paying the insurance. So. It's a bigger thing than just the insurance commission. That, that's the only point I was making. Oh, I agree. Uh, oh, no. And, and look, um, we're, we, you know, I, I, we can only file five bills this year. I could file 15 if I could. But, you know, we're all filing bills, you know, Chairman Huval and I and others to address this. The, the appointed insurance commissioner is just a piece of that puzzle. Because at the end of the day, we need a professional that's going to regulate this industry. I mean, that is something that. You know, it is important, but it is by far not the silver bullet. Yeah, I don't know if one bill is. It's a package of bills that that need to move forward. Yeah, they uh, w- talk about what's the next step. Then I know y'all had a special session. I know y'all put some money in a program. I'm not convinced that's perfect because you could always have people say, "Yeah, we take some money and come write some insurance, and they could be gone in a year or two. We've seen that mm-hmm. happen. We've also seen people come in, well, take advantage of it, and, and they do well. So, what's the next couple of steps? And do we need to make some big ones? Well, let's look at what the incentive program did after Katrina. Five companies came in, took $29 million. Three of those companies are still writing today. They didn't go anywhere. One of them failed due to events in Florida several years ago that that knocked them out. One company did leave on their own four or five years ago. But what that did was it opened the floodgates for other companies to start writing. What I've learned, Moon, is these insurance companies, they have herd mentality. They leave states in a group and they come back in a group Mm -hmm. and what the incentive program did under Blanco, it opened the doors. And the reason why it only went to 29 million and companies actually had to start giving money back is because all these other companies started coming in writing when they saw these companies writing and they couldn't, they couldn't uh, incentivize people to leave with the, it was all the free market took over and people started coming in. And that's what I think is going to happen with this one. And the fact that they requested $62 million 
over the $45 million that we had allocated, I think shows that they're ready to come back and they're ready to start writing. And hopefully that will happen. But we do need to change, you know, that, that bad faith penalty law needs to be changed. Yep. There's other bills that are filed that need to happen because, you know, now that Florida's fixed their problem, we're, we're, we're kind of the bad guy on the block now. You know, we got to fix our problems. Yeah, no, that's the point I was trying to make, and you just answered it. But uh, if these insurance companies come and the legislature, and I'm going to quit the governor on the spot too, if the legislature and the governor doesn't make some big adjustments, won't we run into the same problem with these companies in two, three, four years? Won't we do it? I mean, if nothing else changes, they can come in here, but they're going to eventually get out of here too. That's just my opinion. Well, if you if you look at what happened after Katrina, you know, we had a good 14 or 15-year run. We had availability. We had competition. So those companies did not leave what is what is – really forced them to leave was having four storms in 18 months. And then our laws kind of showed their bad side and exacerbated the situation because of, you know, all the, all the, the ridiculous claims and the ones that are, that are abusing the system. And look, insurance companies were a part of that too. I mean, they, they had, they were acting in, in, in a bad way and we fixed a lot of those problems last year, but we've got it. Like you said, we, they know now, that how this system can be abused and they're not going to get burned twice. And that's what I worry about is that they see how that got burned before. And the ones that left are like, why am I coming back there? If things don't change. Yeah. That, that was it. Because if you, if we do get them to come and you you're using Katrina as an example, and even today, I think, do we have right now two new companies writing five new companies? How many companies are really coming in and will write insurance in the, in the, in the, in the next few months? Do you have a number? Well, I know there's, I know there's nine, I believe, that have requested money from the incentive fund. And, you know, uh, the commission is going to get them that money as soon as possible. They're going to start writing, you know, in the next couple of months. Um, if we can get an extra $17 million out of this session to pump into the incentive fund, you know, that'll be even more. So you're looking at $45 million in the first program. They got to put up $45 million. That's 90. They got to write double that, which is $180 million worth of premium. Okay. So that's that's a, that's a pretty good chunk of premium. Okay, hold your thoughts. Let me, let me, let me, in order let me, to get that incentive. Let me take a quick break. I'm going to come back in about another six, five, six minutes. His name is State okay. Senator Kirk Talbot. If you've got a quick question, 844-766-6607, Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. We'll be right back. you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren. But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. We all use technology to make our lives simpler. 
but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your Internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.One. Line.One. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Welcome back to the Moon Graffon Show, Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Senator Kirk Talbot, kind enough to join us today, dealing with insurance and maybe changing some. Kirk, let's take. Uh, what we lost. We lost Kirk. Okay. We're getting no, back we got, now. No, we, we can him. get that other caller while okay. we're getting them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Kirk, you back with me? Give me a second. Here. Oh, you got okay, brother. Sorry about that. Whatever happened, we did. Hey, okay. Let me, let me take a quick call. Uh, Troy wanted to make a comment out of Baton Rouge. Troy, comment, question, or comment for Kirk Talbot, Senator Talbot. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Moon. Enjoy listening to your show. Yes, I was just listening to the uh, last comment when you asked how many new companies are coming into the state, and I'm actually an insurance agent here in Louisiana. Um, there's nine total companies that applied. Four of the companies that were approved, the companies that are doing business. So those are four that are not new. Um, there's one that did not get approved. Because of licensing, they have to finish some licensing. So that's five out of the nine that, you know, one's not going to happen right now. Four are already here. The remaining four, three of them are just sister companies of an existing carrier that's already in Louisiana. And one is a brand new oh, company. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, let, me, let, me, let me stop you a second. I want Kirk to hear this too. So you're telling me four of the companies reapplied basically to get money? Uh, well, they're already existing That's companies that are riding, yes, and they and they were able to get uh, in some of the money. That's correct. So okay. it's not a complete. Oh, we've got nine new companies coming in. All right. Just wanted to make sure you knew that. All right. No, thanks for the call, Kirk. What about that? Just just because one didn't make it and the other four already here writing, so really they applied for the for the grant according to that gentleman. Yeah, we allow, I mean, the the incentive program allows existing companies to write for the grant. Because remember, if they're taking the the grant money, they're, they're going to have to pull, uh, you know, mo- mostly policies below I-10 and out of citizens. So that's the incentive is to pull policies that nobody wants. No, no, to no. pull policies no, I, I that you. are in the, you know. They're going to help get some, basically help get people off of citizens and go to these companies because they got an incentive. But when we say nine new companies, it's really not nine new companies, but there's four of them. That no, you're right. You're right. No, you're man, right. And I want it to be you're straight. Right. That's, all. That's all. The the overall thing is 
we're, we're, we're looking at $180 million worth of premium that has to be written in Louisiana in order for all of them to get one red cent of that incentive money. That's the important figure. No, 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 $180 million. No, I get it, but it doesn't matter if it's one company, five companies, no, ten no. companies. I get that's it. What you want. I get it, but when you say nine new companies, it acts like there's nine companies from out coming in. Four of them oh, are yeah, taking no, incentive, but, but, but they're getting right. the incentive, but they got to go write some more policy. That's what you say. They got to write all those, that $180 million in premium, but they will not get one red cent. Okay, so basically about four new companies, and they're trying to qualify now, but you will take these companies that they can expand because that does help get people off citizens. Is that the ultimate goal is to get people back off citizens because that's so expensive for people and it's, and, and it's, that's it's so expensive for the state? That's one of the goals. And the other goal is to inject competition back into the market. If you look at what happened after Katrina with the incentive program, they started not only did, did the companies that took incentive money take people out of citizens, but they started competing for people who were not in citizens because they wanted to spread their risk and they wanted to build a book of business here. They don't want all citizens' policies because those are risky. So what they did was they started fighting over regular customers, which means competition, which means prices go down, and that's what happened after Katrina, and that's what we enjoyed for about 15 years. One more thing I want you to do, and I'll let you go, brother. Uh, I know there's a couple beers, bills that are uh, – to strengthen more roofs and high standards. Tell us about that because I think that was a that was a big deal that would help a lot. That is, um, you know, I get asked all the time, you know, what is our solution? How do we ever get out of this problem? Fortified roofs is how we get out of this problem. Um, our new building codes went into effect January 1st. They are not, they're almost to the fortified roof level. They don't call for ring shank nails. They don't call for something that they do with the drip edge. I'll have a bill that gets us to the fortified level. Because that's what we got to do. When you talk about things that we can do, that's what we got to do. And we got to show the rest of the country and all these insurance executives who live wherever that we know we have a problem. We're nowhere in Hurricane Alley. And that's why our building codes are going to be fortified from here on out. Funding that grant program to retrofit your home to a fortified roof. We're mirroring what they did in Alabama. Widely successful. There's 50,000 fortified roofs in America. 38,000 of them are in Alabama. They have a grant that goes up to $10,000. That seemed to be the magic number where people started to to take it and get those roofs retrofitted. So that's what we need to do. That's going to be uh, – that's the long game. But, um, you know, that is our way out of this, and, and, that's, and that's how we're going to solve our problem is fortified roofs. I hope, I hope and pray for Louisiana we can get that done. His name is Senator Kirk Cavill. We, we hope to hear a lot more from him during the course of the session. Kirk, thank you so much. We'll join you. Uh, thank you. Time. Thank you, sir. All right, we got to take a break. More to come. Moon Show. Don't go nowhere, forget my good friends at Stein, and that's one of those great Louisiana companies. All you have to do is go to steinhome.com, steinhome.com, and check out their big sale I have going on now. They have the brochure on the 
website for you to go check out. But they got everything on the website. They got special financing for 12 months as well. So if you're looking for a big deal, you're one of those people that are looking for something in the garden area, lawnmowers or flowers or things of that nature, you need to go to steinhome.com. Wow, they got all the big names waiting on you. Better brands right here at Stein. So check them out at steinhome.com. They got a 2023 outdoor power equipment catalog, a new 16-page catalog available in all the stores now. Steinhome.com, Steinhome.com. Listen to me. Pick up your artist curbside. They got drive-through lumberyard. Stein is that great Louisiana company I've been bragging about for many, many years. And you can order online and go pick it up. Choose the better bucket. Our friends at Stein, Steinhome.com, Steinhome.com. Folks, my friends at Schumacher Homes are committed to making the custom home building process as enjoyable and hassle-free as possible. They recently took home Gold, the National Association of Home Builders, for best virtual sales experience from their website. Hey, that means it was easy. People liked it and they love what they got into. Provides homeowners with the opportunity to customize their dream home all from the conference of their current home. How about that for service? Plus, it even features an online floor plan finder to help you find a perfect match for your needs. Schumacherhomes.com. Schumacherhomes.com. Go to the website. Website account area is free and is a great way to start exploring building your custom home. They're going to build it from start to finish. They're going to walk with you every step of the way. Schumacherhomes.com. Schumacherhomes.com. If you want a custom home and you want it built right and you want to be proud of it, you owe it to yourself to go to Schumacherhomes.com. Schumacherhomes.com. I promise you, when you go there, it's going to be an experience like no other. Schumacherhomes.com. Let them build that custom home for you. Thinking of selling your property? Don't. Magnolia Land Management offers property planning with peace of mind. We partner with landowners in Louisiana to help them maximize the potential income that can be generated from their real estate. We have more than 60 years of combined experience in land management to assist families with agriculture contracts, deer and duck leasing, timber harvesting, and more. There's always the potential for generated income in a piece of land, and we help landowners maximize this. Give Magnolia Land Management a call at 337-329-6742. Prescriptions required. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. By the way, and I, I'm, I'm going to appreciate the caller from Baton Rouge. Uh, Kirk Talbot is a friend. He's a very good senator. Uh, I do agree. You can't say, it's hard to say nine companies, but it's, they're saying nine companies have applied, Brandon. That is the proper thing to say, but if competition is going to make it better, then we need competition to come in from people outside the state to come in. And according to the gentleman that called in, and, and Kirk confirmed that, it was it wasn't nine companies that came. He had basically five new companies that came, and one has already been rejected. They're waiting to approve the other four. And so, but money will bring incentives to do things, and we'll see what happens. And I don't have a problem if the companies are going to take the money they got to write or insurance, but I wouldn't say... Well, like I said, they're saying nine companies have applied. That is a that is a good statement. That is the right statement. But it's not. It's not. Uh, we need more companies to come in and, and provide. That is such a mess right now. But I do agree, and that's why I asked Kurt the question, Senator Talbot. 
I think it's on the legislature and the governor to get this right. I don't care if we have elected insurance commissioner or not. Some people want to have the brand. And by the way, some people, because I've gotten emails from people, they'd rather have elected insurance commission. They don't want the governor to be able to put one more appointment. And I can't argue with that. I, I would like to see the governor not have anything to do with the insurance commission. Because, see, me personally, I don't think it's all on the insurance commission. I think there's a very small percentage on the insurance commission. I think it comes to the, the lawmakers and the governor of why we're having problems now. Because they need to come up with whatever is the right thing to do that we can get people that can write affordable insurance. We're going to have, we will never stop tornadoes. We will never stop hurricanes. We will never stop droughts. We, no matter what they say, no matter if they make you eat grasshoppers and drive electric vehicles and get rid of car, get carbon capture, all that crazy nonsense. Anyway, uh, all right, the shooting. Uh, Nashville Christian School shooter. Uh, was a transgender. That means she was a he, because she is a he. And uh, it's 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 so sad because these crimes are not. I've been I've been thinking about this. All this mental illness stuff we talk about. This this ain't mental illness. This is a crime of the heart. This is not mental illness. This is a crime of the heart. I, for the life of me, I could not imagine pulling the gun. And shooting a kid. That's satanic. That's evil. And that's what's happening as we get away. We run away. We, we start telling people that you can be a boy, you can be a girl. You start telling people all these things and tell them, oh, there ain't no God. You shouldn't even believe in that. Well, we got a spiritual problem in this country. And the only way we're going to stop change this country is have spiritual revival. You're not going to change it getting mental health people to come in and try to change all this. It's not going to happen. It's a crime of the heart. It's not a crime of the mind. And I love what the Democrats and the media and Hollywood do. First thing they do. First thing they do. We need gun control. You know, Peter Frampton's been pushing gun control in the U.K. right now. You know what their problem is in the U.K.? But with all this gun control they're trying to implement? It's opened a door to record stabbings in the U.K. Let me tell you, that is a crime of the heart, not the mind. That's somebody. But I can't understand how somebody can walk in and shoot a child. I don't. I, I, I don't understand how they can shoot a teacher. I don't understand how they can just walk in the building and shoot people that have no chance at all of defending themselves. But a child? See, folks, when you take something, I'm going to bring this up, like abortion. There's nothing but the only thing more innocent than those three children and three adults got shot and killed were innocent children and a baby in a mama's womb. They don't get any more innocent than that. We killed six. The Democrats have helped kill 63 million of them because what we're telling you is life is not that important. It's not. Your selfish life is more important than what's in your stomach. So what happens is, what happens is we have downplayed how important, how precious life is. And you got somebody like this that happens to have a big-time spiritual problem, doesn't understand anything, not even trying to understand anything. This is evil. There is people go, I don't believe in Jesus and God and all that fake stuff. Well, you better believe in evil because it's out there. 
What's more evil than somebody shooting an innocent kid at a school, for God's sakes? Just walk in with a gun. Have y'all been watching this on TV? It's on there now. They're showing it over and over and over again of this, of this, of this person who's sick and satanic, shooting the windows, walking in, looking for people to shoot. Now, they showed the gunman going in, but they didn't show the shot on this person. The Really, the shot they ought to show is popping and killing this, this chump, this man who claims he's a woman. Trust me, he's a man. He was born a man. He's born male. He was born a boy. It's a boy. That's the film they ought to show. See what happens when you go into school and they should have filmed the shooting of this thug. That's the film. See, I, I've seen him go through the school and shoot through the school and this, this dude's walking around with a gun to shoot somebody. The police should have showed them shooting that person and wiping their rear ends out. That's what they ought to show. Maybe that'll send a message to somebody out there. This is what's going to happen to you if you go in and shoot up a school. Then we got to listen to the nut nuts in Hollywood with guns. This, this, should this never happen? No. It shouldn't happen. But it's the crime of the heart. I can't change your heart. You can't change mine. Only the Lord himself can change your heart. That's a fact. Only God can change your heart. This is not a mental illness problem. Everybody's throwing men walking around. Once again, you take abortion. As innocent as those children were, they're not as innocent as the one in the mother's womb. 63 million we've killed already. The Democrats have. 63 million babies. And they figured out new ways to kill babies. And they figured out how to kill them even later. They figured out how to kill them when they come out. They figured out how to kill them. This is the most important, so sacred to kill babies. And these people and these, and these women and these men protesting. They've got to have kill babies. We have to kill babies. So we take in life at the most precious part of life, when the life starts to grow. We can't even decide when a baby. We can't even decide when a life starts at now. We're confusing people left and right, and we're allowing it to do it. And this is why the churches have to get back involved in all this stuff and from the pulpit. you got to talk about life. Because if not, the ones that want death are going to continue to kill these little babies. Now, before somebody nuts up and says, were you saying that that person killed them because they're transgender? Well, first of all, they're not a transgender. They're a little boy. The material is no. I'm talking about the crime. Of, the crime is of the heart, folks. It's not of the mind. It's of the heart. I do not see. I do not understand the shooting of a child. And by the way, they made sure they went to a Christian school, didn't they? You know? If somebody said the shooter was a biological female who was transformed to a male, the police chief did not use the leftist language because he does not live in la-la land. Even NBC and other liberal media outlets didn't use her deranged language they 
promote when reporting. Audrey Hale was her name. She was transitioning to Aiden, whatever they were. Transitioning, transforming. I mean, that's absolutely, we've lost our minds. Unbelievable. All right, we got to take a break. It's just, we need, need a lot of prayer out there, folks, but I'm telling you, we need a lot of, a lot of Saul to Paul trans, uh, people transferring from Paul to Saul to Paul. You know, just think of Obama all of a sudden found Jesus. That would be something like that. It'd be a touch of transition. They would be freaking out. You know, from way leftists to a Christian. We gotta take a break. We'll be right back. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880, or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles, just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location of you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for. It business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there are oysters, there are fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Sweet. They came from every corner of the country, from small towns and big cities. But they all shared one thing in common. They belonged to a family called Marines, a tough and determined few dedicated to protecting everything we hold sacred and still they come. Celebrate the history of those proud few who have earned the title Marine. Hey, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. 
talking to some people off there. By the way, <laughs> I, call a call and I appreciate it. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Uh, he said I got the gender backwards. It was man to boy, boy to girl. I really wasn't trying to focus on that. I, I didn't care transgender because I think some of the stuff we're teaching is is absolutely crazy. There's two genders. You're either born a boy, you're born a girl, and that's who you are. You can do that if you want to, by the way. I didn't really concentrate on that. So I apologize to the guy because I got a little excited. Uh, uh, but he did tell me. Now, Brandon, remember now, I'm looking at TV. I did. I saw them. They showed film of them going in, but they never showed them popping the shooter. This gentleman that just called said, if you go on the Internet, they showing them popping the shooter, uh, which is good. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, th- I think they ought to show that. I think they ought to send a message. You know, somebody told me, Brandon, we ought to play the devil went down to, not devil went down to Georgia, Paul Harvey's. If I oh, if I were the devil. We can yeah. play that in 11 o'clock if you want. Yeah, well, I might, I might get that because that's, that's good. And by the way, I, no, I appreciate the call. I don't mind uh, battling because I don't always get it right, but I didn't care if it was a boy going to a girl or a girl going to a boy. To me, that that's not important to me. I just think it's. Murders of the heart. It always has been. It's just pure murder. It's pure hate. People have been calling. Uh, it was a former student. I knew that. Uh, knew, the, knew the breakdown of the school. Uh, went in there shooting through the windows. I saw all that. But uh, getting upset. And as, as one lady called earlier, had a bunch of people call off there that this is a direct hit against Christians. And there's no doubt about it, but that's what Satan hates Jesus. So he hates anybody that stands up for Jesus. That's... Uh, it's just, it just, it's always going to be like that. And uh, like I told y'all before, and I mean this, I think we went from a Christian culture. Somebody said, we know the Christian nation, Christian culture, to a, uh, a post-Christian culture. And I think we're easing into the anti-Christian culture. And, and the sad thing some of the people that are doing this go to church and tell you they believe in Christ. They some of the ones that are doing it. But hey, you, you know, you look at the life of Jesus Christ, his own people. His own people did him in. So I get it. I just think we need to have changing of hearts in this country, which would which which solve a lot of the problems we have here. But we don't because everything's politics now. You know, everything is politics. And uh we got a lot of people that hate this country, hate God, hate this country. They do. They confess with their mouth on one thing, and on the backside, they put a knife in the back every day with us. And it's a lot of the elected officials have caused a lot of these problems. The problem is we keep electing them. I'd say they caused all the problems. Spiritual breakdown, that's for all of us to look deep inside and, and churches to get involved more with changing the hearts and soul of people. But... Uh, I knew I knew it was I knew this person was a former uh, a former student. Whether they going male, female, or female to male, I don't know, and that I could care less. I mean, if you're a killer and a murderer, I don't care what you call yourself. Uh, you're a thug. This should never happen. This is happening way too often. This is not a gun problem. This is a spiritual problem. Hollywood celebrities demand gun control after Tennessee Christian shooting, school shooting. Ban assault weapons now. They really want to ban all guns. You know, you can have assault weapon can be a knife. Assault weapon can be a baseball bat. Assault weapon could be my telephone. If I throw it just right, hit you in the head. Stars called a call for gun control hours after the shoot before they even knew what happened. 
That's what I like. You know they real sincere, huh? Yeah, they just somebody just sent me the takedown, Brandon. I can watch it on YouTube. So I'm about to check it out. And I do want to watch it. But every time something like this goes on, folks, what do they do? They do this in everything. Okay? They do this with gun controls. What are they doing with the climate? We had tornadoes come through and kill people. This is going to get worse because we got to save the planet. You know, for right, when the, right when the weather event happens, it's, it's climate change. It's climate change. It's bye. Because they want you to, that they want that to be in your head. It's no different than a killing. This is a sadistic, sick person. That's who it was. It's just, it just is exactly what it, it was. You know, we can't, you know, evil, it, let me tell y'all something, folks, just to kill a baby's in the womb is evil. This right here is so evil. It's hard to get your arms around it. It's hard to understand how somebody could go to a school and shoot a teacher, but a third grader, a second grader. I mean, how do you, how do you, you can't justify it, but it's not the gun. The gun didn't get up to yesterday, load itself, walk to school, shoot the windows out, go in there and find somebody and shoot them. The gun didn't do none of that. But how stupid do we get with the left? The left is sitting there and watching all the crime and fentanyl come across, wiping people out and Hollywood ain't jumping up about fentanyl. And Hollywood ain't jumping up about the border. And the left's not jumping up about protecting our country and protecting our young people from fentanyl and crime and drugs and everything else that's out there. We get a school shooting where we can put it all on TV, one event. Oh, my Lord. Let's make a big deal out of it. Have our tornadoes come through. Every spring, tornadoes come through, Brandon, and wipe houses out and wipe homes out and kill people. Every sicking, every year, every year. Every year. We don't get hurricanes every year. Thank God. Every year. Tornadoes do this. Every year somebody dies when we get snowstorms. Every year. Every sick, every single year. And we 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 gotta go save the planet and get rid of our gas combustion. It's causing the that's stupidity at the highest level, by the way. And same thing with this. Every year we get shootings. Every year somebody dies from this. Wait till you die. Wait till your kid or your grandfather. Yeah, well, I just do me a favor, Brian. If somebody comes in here and shoots me, don't get rid of guns. Waste the dude that shot me. You know, let him pay the price. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna look at the, I'm gonna look at this shooting because I'm curious to, to see what happened. I, I love to see the footage of it. Say how sick you are. You want to see somebody shot? No, I want to see a thug get what they deserve. And they deserve it. Look at the shoot a kid. Can you imagine somebody coming? Can you imagine knowing somebody with the heart to go shoot a third grader? Wow. Boy, you showing people how tough you are. You can go into school and shoot a third grader. You're sick. You're sick in the heart, which leads to sick in the head. 
you cannot change America until we have a spiritual revival like we've never seen in the world. You can go ahead and say you're going to do it. You can think voting for Republican and Democrats is going to change anything. It doesn't. The left has gotten to be evil. The party of faith and the party of hate. The party of filth and the party of hate. And they are. Anyway, let's take a break. We'll be back. The rest of you, God bless. In Baton Rouge broadcast tomorrow. Looking forward to it. We'll see you then. show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, here on News Talk 96.5, KPEL.